Adventist Demetria is a dedicated prophet of Jesus Christ, bringing you intellectually stimulating Bible-based thought designed to help you achieve the highest quality of life possible. And now, your host of Authority Grace, Prophetess Demetria. God, praise God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, I am Prophetess Demetria, and I'm excited to be here on this Wednesday, November 20th. I'm excited about what God is doing in this hour. I'm excited about what God has been doing since the last time I talked to you. All right, praise God. I hope all is well with all of you. And again, thank you so much for being here with me and supporting me. God bless you. I want to say on today, I have a special guest, and I'm excited to introduce to some of you, and some of you know him, and it is my God brother. He is Teacher Cook, a mighty man of valor, a mighty man in the Word of God, well-versed in the Word, and he's teaming up with me today to bring a powerful word. And as you know, God's grace is sufficient for us. Amen. And I want to start with the scripture over in 2 Corinthians, uh, the 12th chapter, verse 9. Amen. And I want to start by saying I got me some new glasses, (laughs) y'all. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And I want to say that the power may rest upon you all, In the name of Jesus, everyone that is in the sound of our voice today, amen. Praise God. Thank you again for being here. Thank the Lord for his words, 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, amen. All right, I'm going to hold off on the announcements for a while to give others a chance to come on in, amen. And I... um, want to give a few praise reports um, about the uh, Bible study prayer team that we have on um, Wednesday mornings. God is moving by his mighty power. We had a mighty testimony today. Um, we had a lady that had been coming on and she's a part of the, she's a member of the prayer team. And uh, she was just giving a testimony about how things have changed in her life mightily. Uh, she has been enlightened. She has been encouraged. And so I just want to say that that's what I show up here to do at Authority Grace. I show up here to enlighten you to also stir up the gift in you by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And all this is done by the Holy Ghost because his grace, how many of you know, his grace is sufficient for us today. Amen. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. And also, I want you to remember that during the broadcast, if you have any prayer requests or anything that you would like to say to add on to what uh, we're talking about today, you can always give us a call at one 627 Six zero zero eight, and that number that I just gave you is a number for you to call in and talk live to us. Also, to give us your prayer request so that we could pray for you while you're yet online. Amen. Again, that number is one eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Amen. And I'm excited, and I want to have my guest to say something. Go ahead, Teacher Cook. Go ahead. It's a privilege to be here with you today, Prophetess Demetrius, talking about the grace of God. Because there's nothing nothing more than understanding and living in the grace of God. That scripture you just read from 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 was talking about my grace is sufficient for you, even in weaknesses when God was talking to Apostle Paul. He yes. was letting us know, not as our weakness as far as weak in body, but he's talking about him taking on our weaknesses and we are strong in him, yes. in his grace. So understanding the grace of God is vitally important in your life. Amen. Because if you don't understand the grace of God, you cannot function fully in what Jesus and Bolton paid for you on Calvary. Amen. Ooh. Amen. So yes. now, can I go ahead and speak? Yeah, you could go ahead and have your way. I'm going to interrupt you like in about 10 minutes, and I'm going to give uh, the announcements and um, uh-huh. any commercials we have. Uh, but just go ahead and flow. Okay, because in the it's mighty very name important. of Jesus. <laughs> huh? I said, go ahead and flow in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, that's, the, that's the name I'm going to flow in, in the name of Jesus, because there's nothing else. The Bible says, say all and do all in the name. Yes. So if you can't say it and do it in the name, it's like signing a check. And once you have a check, and if that check is blank with no signature, the check is inviolate. But yes. once you put a name to that check or your name on that check, you can also even cast that check. Well, that's what God was saying by, about in the grace or in that name, say all and do all in the name. Because yes. the grace of God is on that name. And your ministry is speaking about grace. And there's nothing more important that the body of Christ understands that it's a grace factor. But in order for us to truly understand the grace factor of the Lord Jesus Christ, we all must go back to the cross. See, if you don't understand what happened at the cross, you cannot understand the grace factor. Because it's no longer you, but it's Christ that did the work for you. See, once you understand that Christ died for you and everything, just like at one time when Adam fell, we were all in Adam's loins. When Adam fell, we all fell. But the Bible said much more. They that receive abundance of grace 
and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. We're talking about grace now. All this has to do with grace. Yes. To reign in life by whom? One, Jesus Christ. And it has to do with following grace. So once you understand you died when Jesus died, if you don't see that at the cross, then what happens is you ask Jesus to come into your life and you go back to the wilderness. Or what happens, people ask Jesus to come into their heart and they still have that old worldly life and they're living by that old worldly life. But once you ask Jesus to come into your heart, now stay with me, listeners, that you is no longer of yourself, but it's of Jesus Christ. All right. We're talking about grace now. I want you to understand how grace works because when you yes. ask Jesus to come into your heart, yes. you are in excuse me. You are in a new kingdom. You are in the kingdom of Almighty God. Remember what Jesus was saying. That how be it, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will lead and guide you into all the all truth. He's talking about the truth of the kingdom of, of Almighty God. Like when Jesus spoke to, uh, when he said, the kingdom, when he was talking to the Jews, he said, the kingdom of God has come nigh you. What he mean by that was, he was there. But he said, the time is coming and now is. He was talking about worship, and we're going to see that as we talk about grace. All this has to do with grace. Are you following me? Yes. Are you there? Amen. Yes, okay. I'm here. Okay, now, see, grace is like this. When a man and a woman get married, the man carries the woman over the threshold. When he carries her, he's letting her know, I'm carrying you now. Everything that I have is yours. And the Bible says we are no longer in Philippians, in Ephesians 2 8. For it is by grace that we are saved. And it goes on to read, not of ourselves, but of the grace of God. Are you with me? Yes. So now, when you get, when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, like a, now I'm going to make it very plain and simple, so stay with me. When a husband carries that wife over the threshold, he's saying that I'm taking care of you now. Everything is mine, is yours. Every check that I have, you sign your name, your name have changed to my name. So whatever I have is yours. When you ask Jesus to come into your heart, it's not of you anymore, but it's of him. God is carrying you now. It's not yeah. of yourself, but it's of him. So now God is doing everything. He's carrying you, but it's by grace. And yes. everything is the finished works of Christ. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Bring it. So it is the finished work of Christ. That he what he did on Calvary that makes us fall into the grace factor. So it's not that what I do anymore, but it's what Jesus has already done. So when your hand is up, trying to do it, God's hand is down. 
But when your hand goes down and say, I'm in the grace factor, then now God's hand is up and working for you. We're talking about, I'm getting the understanding of how grace works. And the problem is that we don't understand and go into the depth of the grace factor. But I want to give you a little uh, understanding on something so that you can see this and begin to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Because over in Galatians 2.20, it says, Galatians 2.20. Yes. Now, remember what I said earlier. If you don't understand what happened at the cross, you can't understand how to flow and what's freely been given to you a flow in the grace factor. All right. Yes. Stay with me. Making it so point. now, if you understand when, when, you, when Jesus died, you died in him. You died to yourself. It's no longer you, but you take on the name and the characteristics and the attributes of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, everything that he has is yours. And that's how grace works. What God is doing, has done, is for you. When a husband married this woman, everything he has, she has. So she's living off of the grace of her husband. His name, wherever she goes, her name is no longer Prophetess Demetria, whatever is Prophetess Demetria, whatever her husband's name is. And she has legal rights to everything he has without a question asked. And that she living off the grace factor. Okay, now, when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, this is how grace begins to work. It's no longer you, but it's Christ in you, understanding what Jesus and Martin paid for. And this is the scripture I want to give to the audience so they can begin to understand and ask the Holy Spirit to help them. Because if you don't ask the Holy Spirit to help you, remember the Bible says, Jesus is expedient for you that I go away. If I go not away, the comforter will not come. And the problem is the body of Christ is not asking the helper to help them understand the kingdom that they're in. The kingdom of God is all is here. Remember the Bible says the kingdom of God is in you. But he was talking to the Jews then before he died. He said the kingdom of God is near you. But no more is nigh you, but it's in us. But he said, yeah. how be it that I, when I go away, I'm going to send a comforter. What's the comforter for? To teach and guide you into what Jesus and Bolton paid for you because you're in a kingdom. He said, except you come as a little child, you can know why I enter therein. He's not talking about heaven, and he was not talking about children, but he was talking about you coming as a little child so the Holy Spirit can lead and guide you into this kingdom that you're in. So now, if you are in the house of your husband, you'll learn how everything that he's on. Now that you are in the kingdom of God, by the grace of God, you're saved. He's here to teach you, lead and guide you into a Jesus important page for you on the grace factor. Are you with me? Yes, All right, now, I'm with you. Galatians 2.20 begins to open our eyes to understand what grace is all about. If you don't want Galatians 2.20, 
is the divine line of understand, understanding the life of God in you. Galatians 2.20 says, I quote it for you. I have been crucified with Christ. Remember, at the cross, this is what happened. Yes. Nevertheless, I live. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Even though you are alive, nevertheless, I live. It is no longer I, but it's Christ who is alive in me. Now yes. you are living the life of Christ within. But how can I live the, Christ, the life of Christ within except I have an understanding or a teacher? That's what the Holy Spirit then sent for to open your eyes to understand the life of Christ within. You go to church. The pastor teaches the word. The Holy Spirit gives you enlightenment on things of the word. You're supposed to write those things down and then go home and ask the Holy Spirit to help you because he's leading, guiding you in the way he wants you to go while you're here on the earth. But then again, if you're not following these patterns, our Father is a very orderly God. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. He sent Jesus to help us follow instruction. If you do not follow instruction, you cannot function in the kingdom and the grace of God, and you're going to struggle as believers, and you've been born again. For an example, if you're in the husband's house, and he's telling you this is how everything that's been made available to you, if you don't follow the instruction that he's telling what's been made available to you, you're going to struggle. There's no difference. Our Father left instruction for us to follow. He even gave us a teacher to help us follow the instruction. But we need to follow the instruction, first of all, by asking the Holy Spirit to help us so we can understand how to flow in grace. Grace has an anointing that goes with it. Yes. Grace has an anointing that goes with it. And that anointing that goes with grace it's called Thanksgiving in Philippians 4, 6, and 9. It speaks about be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the substance to grace. Everything has a substance to it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, Money is the substance of things that you want to buy. So, when you're operating in the grace of God, there is a substance. Yes, Jesus is our wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. But everything has substance to it. And you have to learn to use the substance here to make things work for you here. Not as of yourself, but what God, that no man can boast. He says that in the book of Ephesians 2 and 8. You cannot boast on this, but it's not of yourself, but it's of the grace of God. Because the anointing comes on you because of what, what God and Jesus has done for you. Are you there, teacher? Are you a prophet? Amen. Oh, okay. yes, I'm here. I'm here. Hold that thought right while you, you I'm glad you came in right there. Okay, just give me five minutes. I want to go through our uh, announcements in case we have anyone that just joined us really quick. This is so good. This is some meat. And I hope you all brought your fork. 
and your knife so you can eat good, amen, and get a napkin so you can wipe your mouth. Come on, somebody. Mm. Praise God. Okay, so I want to give the announcements really quick. Um, If you have any prayer requests throughout the week and anything like that, I have a request line. It's a prayer request line. That number is 702-801-7765. Again, that's 702-801-7765. Also, if you would like to email us at any time and share with us, uh, even about the broadcast, um, that email address is prophetic55 at gmail.com. Again, that's prophetic, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-I-C, 55 at gmail.com. I also wanted to tell you that if you have a prayer request, during the broadcast, you can dial 1-888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. And I'd like to say that if you would ever like to join us on Wednesday mornings at um, Pacific Standard Time on uh, the uh prophetic prayer line that number is 424-284-5500 and that's at 9 a.m pacific standard time did you have any uh type of advertisement that you would like to do brother teacher no i'm just here uh, as a guest and i appreciate you uh inviting me to be your guest at this particular time so i'm just here to uh share the word with the people and we move forward. A- Amen. Amen. All right. Well, at this time, you I want to say go ahead and continue forging forward. Um, I have made the announcements. I look forward to hearing from any of you all. You're welcome to call in. All right, teacher. Go ahead. Okay. Now, we was talking about, before the commercial break, we was talking about uh, understanding that your position in the grace of God. And the whole purpose of this broadcast is to get you to see and understand that you are in grace. And uh, Prophetess, uh, tell them the name of your broadcast again. And the name of the broadcast is Authority Grace. Authority Grace. That's the name Authority of the broadcast. Grace. Authority Grace. Authority. Yes, so, yes. That's letting you know there, there's authority in the grace of God. Yes. There's authority that you have to use. And we here as teachers want you to get the benefit of and the grace that Jesus has bought and paid for so you can enjoy this life that God has given you here on earth in the kingdom of Almighty God. So that's what we're talking about, the grace of God. And I'm using the example that our big brother, the Lord Jesus, used he used parables and he told us things to get points of cross. And he also spoke about husband and wife, and I'm using that as an analogy so you can really see it clearly how you can flow in the grace of God. And hopefully that you will get something that I'm gonna we're gonna share something with you that you can use and you begin to see the anointing of God begin to work in your life. I mean, what good is it that if I talk all day long 
and I just say anything to help you. So we're going to say something and give you something to do that's going to help you in the kingdom. But now it's like this. We could tell you these things, but if you don't, if you don't use these things, hey, we can make you do it just like what Jesus said in the book of uh, Romans. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body the living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable servant. And be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, the renewing of your mind is up to you. God, yes. God don't renew your mind. You have to renew your mind. Come on. But when you ask Jesus to come into your heart spontaneously, because the Bible said, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. So when you ask Jesus to come into your heart spontaneously, uh, um, the word of that seed takes place in your heart. All right. God did his part, but now it's up to you to renew your mind. And if you don't renew your mind, you could be born again all, for 40 years and still be acting like an infant or a little child. Well, that's the same way we're talking about here. We can give you things to use to change your life in the kingdom. And we, we know that the anointing is on these things, but we can't make you do it. God can't make you renew your mind, but you're born again. Well, we're going to give you the things to use. We can't make you use them, so we can't, you can't say it don't work until you work it. Now, hey, moving right along. That's right. That's right. We can give you tools. Now, whether you build that house and use the tools to build that house is what he's saying. He's going, Mm -hmm. he's handing you tools. We're handing you tools. But if you just stand there and hold them, then you can't expect them to work. Amen. Amen. But you take those tools and you put them to work. If it's a screwdriver there and you see some screws, you need a Phillips, you need a flathead. You see what I'm saying? Then you can need a pinhead. Come on, somebody. And we're putting this in there. And then now we want you to take it and go ahead and make it work for you. Amen. Amen. So you can come back with the testimonies and say that God did it. Thank you so much for those tools that you handed me because God did it. It's like giving you a glass of water. You say you're thirsty. We give you a glass of water, but you never drink it. And you're still saying that you're thirsty. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We are understanding that clearly stated that it's up to you to make it happen. Jesus had already bought and paid for it. He carried yes. you over the threshold. But now you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. We're going to give you some things that the anointing comes along with it. It's not of yourself, but it's grace that you are flowing into. And I'm using the analogy of a husband and wife because that is the closest you can get to understand what Jesus is talking about when he's still talking to about the husband and the wife and the church, how he's carrying you, how you carry the wife over the threshold. Now, everything is yours, is hers. I'm carrying you now. You have my name. Whatever I have is yours. So the same way Jesus said, whatever I have is yours. As he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. We are the body of Christ. All right. Now, so in Galatians 2.20, we were talking there about I have been crucified with Christ. It's saying I've died 
school my old self the way I used to think. But nevertheless, I'm alive in, in this body, but it's not I anymore. But I'm taking on the, uh, the mind of Christ. Remember the Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So now, Amen. whatever Jesus and Bolton paid for you, you are begin you begin, you begin to think like that, and use these tools. And one of the greatest tools that He's given us is the Holy Spirit. Yes, so Hallelujah. We, we ask the Holy Spirit, even when you sit down with your Bible, you say, "Holy Spirit." Now I'm giving you. This is the key right here. I'm giving you. Listen. Yes. He says, how be it when he, and he's here, the Holy Spirit has come, he will lead and guide you into all truth. He's talking about the truth of Almighty God. So now, yes. in, in any little situation, the Holy Spirit lead and guide you into. So you ask the Holy Spirit, when you sit down with your Bible in the morning, afternoon, or night, it's like you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What's wrong with re reading your Bible? I'm not saying read the whole Bible. What I'm saying is read a scripture, a chapter, whatever you do, morning, noon, and night. The Bible says that uh, in, this book of the, in Joshua 1.8, the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, and thou shalt meditate therein day and night. So what's the problem? Well, you can't read something day and night to get into your spirit. Okay. Yeah. So now, what we're telling you here. And how to utilize the Word of God. Now, Galatians 2.20, I'm going to go back there. I'm using that because I stated earlier, that's a divine line for what Jesus and Barton paid for you. And I'm using, we're using as well that the analogy of the husband and wife, so you can see everything that Jesus and Barton paid for you is yours. And I, we also said that the, one of the keys here is the Holy Spirit. He's here to help you. When you sit down and read the Bible, the Holy Spirit, help me. The Holy Spirit is set there all day long. If he's a gentleman, if you never ask him to help you, he could be telling you things, and you could be, if you don't understand his voice, then he just sits and he's trying to tell you what the scripture means, but you're ignoring it. But once you keep saying, help me, help me, then you begin to understand it's the Holy Spirit that's opening up things to you because he knows the mind of God. So you always ask the Holy Spirit to help you anytime you approach anything of the Word of God. Okay, now, so you ask the Holy Spirit to help you. That is one of the keys to flowing in the grace of God. That is one of the keys of flowing in the grace of God. Holy Spirit, help me. I remember many, many, over 40 years ago, when God, God started revealing to me that always help, always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. I didn't understand this, but I did it out of obedience. And now I understand by revelation that the Holy Spirit is the one that opened up the scriptures to every man. To yes. every man, if the Holy Spirit is not opening up the scripture to you, you operate in the letter, the letter of the law and doctrine. You operate in the letter of the law and doctrine. That's what you're operating in. I mean, it's a saying, and people don't like to hear that.
it's the truth that makes you free. Yes, it is. And, and I desire, and it's not only for myself, but you, to be set free. That's what Jesus came and died for, that you may be free. That you may be free. So here we're telling you how to allow the freedom that's been bought and paid for you to flow. And nevertheless, I live yet not I, but it's Christ who lives in me. The life which I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who yeah, I mean. loved me and gave himself for me. Who loved me and gave himself for me. The Bible says, we are in the beloved. See, the problem is, you are trying to love God. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's how you show God that you love him, by keeping his commandments. But, he wants to love you. He says, beloved, you are in the beloved, or beloved, for an example. And this is how the grace of God works in your life. Say we go to a restaurant, and we sit down to eat, and we have a nice dinner. It's time the bill comes, and all of a sudden, you get ready to grab the check, and I take the check and say, I have it. Okay, then the next time I invite you to dinner, would Jesus have invited us into the new birth? The bill come, then Jesus took the bill and said, I got it. Yes. Then the bill is paid. Then the third time the bill come, you go out for dinner, I invite you for dinner, the bill come, you reach for the bill, and I say, I got it. The fourth time we go to dinner, then the bill comes, you don't even reach for the bill. Why? Because you believe that I got it. Well, that is the same way God wants you to know that the grace of God is sufficient for you. He got it. Yes. He bought and paid for it. Glory. If you don't ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand the grace of God, then when the bill comes, you reaching for the bill. God got the bill, and you're still fighting for the bill. Therefore, mm -hmm. there's a problem right there. You're not flowing in the beloved, in the grace factor. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm telling you how to flow in grace. But now, understand this. Everything has a working knowledge. Not that your work that you may boast, because the Bible says your righteousness or your work is as a filthy rag. But he's talking about the righteousness of Lord Jesus, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Paul made this statement. He said, "For the law of the Spirit of life, the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So you have to follow the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now." He's not talking about the law of self-righteousness. He's talking about the law of the life of Christ Jesus. James put it like this. He that looketh into the perfect law 
of liberty and continue therein, that man should be blessed in all of his deeds. Come on. Jesus is the law. Okay, understand this. Righteousness has to do with the law. What is the law? The law is a systematic way of doing something. The law is a systematic way of doing something. You get up every morning, you go to work, you stop at that stop sign. That's the law. That's the systematic way of doing something. Okay, now, here it is. You get up every morning, you ask the Holy Spirit to help you when you approach the Bible, this, and you begin to understand what the Lord Jesus and God and pays for you, you continue therein. That's the systematic way of doing something, but it's the law. It's the systematic way of doing something. Let's go over this again. Paul said, for the law of the spirit of life, remember I said the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So it's in Christ Jesus that you understand how to flow in the law, in a systematic way of doing something. It's not you're going to do it one, two, or three times. It's not working for you. These are the work. No, like we said earlier, we can lay it out to you. If you will not to do it, that's on you. If you will not to renew your mind, that's on you, not on God, because he's already saved you. Jesus done everything on Calvary for you. You have to follow the instructions and the rules of the kingdom of Almighty God in which you are in now. Okay. Then James made the statement. He said, for the law, he said, let me, let me, let me record that. James said, he that looketh into the perfect law of liberty, freedom, and continue therein. Okay. Continuum is a continual thing all the time. That man will be blessed in all of his deeds. So, like I made the statement earlier, a, a wife can come to the husband's house, and if he tell her everything is laid out for her, and she will not to follow the rules, she's going to have problems because she don't understand why she's not re- reaping the results of what he has. She's going trying to uh, cast a check and not putting the name, her name at the end of the check, which is whom, whatever her husband's name is. So if you're not signing the check in the name of the Lord Jesus, which is the grace factor, you're running across problems. So you're in this kingdom, you need to learn how to flow in it if you want to reach the results of it. And that's what we're talking about, how grace works. There's anointing on grace, and we're going to speak of that in a few minutes so you can understand begin to do this. But now, the, one of the keys is this, that you always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Always. And another thing, in order for the anointing, and you begin to see, is thank God for the blood. Yes. Always thank God for the blood. Yes. Because it is the blood that made all this possible for you. Come on, teach that. It was the blood that made all this possible for you. Okay. I'm going to take you back for a minute so you can see how this all comes together. Remember in the Old Testament when God told the Jews to put the blood on the doorpost. So everybody that put 
the blood over the doorpost, when the judgment came by, the, the death angel passed by over their house. Why? Because that was considered as the blood of Christ, which was to come. So, as far as God is concerned, you have already been judged. You have already been judged, so God bypassed their house. Are you come with on. me? Yes, come on. Okay, now, Jesus came and died on Calvary for you. We're going to take it back to the cross. And all that blood that was on him was for you. Now, if you're in the body, then all that blood that was shed for you, God don't see you anymore. He see Christ. Come on, and now you blood that. was covering your judgment. So, oh. when that blood covered your judgment, you fell under the grace factor. Yeah, teach so that thing. Everything that Jesus have is yours now. So the judgment bypass you, the bad judgment bypass you, and says you're okay because of that blood, and you are in the body of Christ. So never feel sad for that blood. Thank God for the blood because the blood covers that God will not destroy you because you were in you were in the house which is the body of Christ. Okay, are you with me? All right. Yes. So I want to explain that to you so you can see where we're going with this. Now, so here we are. We're born again. We're in this kingdom, and you follow the law of the Spirit of Life in Christ Jesus. It's a systematic way of doing something. Our Father is a very orderly God. That's why he does everything in order. And we're telling you how to follow simple instructions so you can begin to see the anointing that comes along with this. When I use that word anointing, it's like a, it's not like a, it's a substance that comes along with the instruction that you follow. Because the Bible says that now faith is the substance? Okay. Well, we ask the Holy Spirit to start helping you. You begin to see things, you know, in your life. And you're going, wow, man, I see that. That's the substance that, come al that comes along with this grace. Yes. That's the substance that comes along with grace when you begin to ask the okay. Holy Spirit to help you. I remember many, many years ago in the 80s when I first got saved in the churches, was having this dispute over uh, speaking in tongues and the Holy Spirit and being baptized into his name and Jesus' name only and all that type of stuff. <laughs> but, hey, <laughs> that was so far out of control until we were being deceived by the wicked one on that. So you're in the body and you're covered with the blood. So he's being baptized in Jesus' name. That means that you are being dunked into him. Yes. You've been dunked into Christ. You are in him now. So if you be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they all are one. It doesn't matter in Jesus' name or the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But long as you get baptized into that name, now the judgment bypass you. And you can flow in the grace factor. Are you with me? Yes, All right. glory to God. So, now, here we are. We are in Christ. Nevertheless, I live. 
but it's Christ that's in me. You always thank God for the blood of Jesus. Always thank God for the blood. Always. Because it's the blood, it's the blood that makes it all possible. It makes it all possible Amen. for you to stand in God's presence complete because you are in him. Now, then, number two, what you do is always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And when, the Holy, when God began to teach me, if I always ask the Holy Spirit to help me, well, things started happening. You see it happening, but you can't understand it because it's spiritual. You are spirit beings, and you live in a natural body, so, hey, expect for it to take place within you in spirit. Things started happening, but you can't understand why they happen this way because it's happening in spirit because you are spirit beings, and you're asking the Holy Spirit to help you, and the anointing is coming on you to follow instructions of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? All right. Now. This is another key that we want to give you to understand. And I urge you, we urge you to do this. Thank you heard me mention this earlier. In Philippians 4, 6, and 9, it says, But in everything, you to be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God was to pass with all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. But he was he said with thanksgiving. Now Thanksgiving, here's another key. I urge you to do this by the anointing that's on us as we speak. I urge you to do this from this day forward. Don't stop, but I urge you to do this for at least six three days every day you wake up every day now take yes. at least two minutes a day now I don't mean now you can do this while you're driving in the car nothing wrong with you but I mean take out of your time set alone with God with our Father and begin to give him thanks Thanksgiving is the substance to grace. Yes. Remember what I said? Everything has a, 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 a working knowledge to it. And it's an anointing that comes with that. Thanksgiving clearly now by the Holy Spirit. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to whom the church. Thanksgiving is the substance to grace. Yes. What you're doing is thanking God for what he's done for you in Christ. And when you do that, it's an anointing that comes with that. You can't yes. see it with the natural eye, but you can begin to see it move. Remember when, when uh, stay with me now, remember when God, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus and he was telling him, that which is spirit is spirit, and that which is natural is natural. And he was yes. saying, the wind blows where it lifts, but thou hearest the sound thereof, and can't yes. not tell where it's going, where it's coming. Well, when you begin to be, give God thanks every day, at least for 63 days, 
out of your time daily, but make it a thing of your life. And then you're gonna you're gonna beef it up because it becomes it becomes joyful. Give God thanks for the blood, thank Him for who you are, thank Him for the Holy Spirit. Begin to thank God for making it all possible for you to have the mind to thank Him. Begin to give God thanks out of your time every day. And watch and see the anointing, how things begin to change in your life. We urge you to do this and watch the anointing. You're gonna be, you, can, you can't see it moving like if you're just throwing a ball, but you're going to see it changing things in your faith, in your life. If you would do this, thanksgiving is the substance to grace. Remember, the, the law of the spirit yes. of life. Yes. This is another spiritual law that we operate by thanksgiving. So begin to thank God every day out of your time. Now, if you're too busy to give God our Father two minutes of your time or five minutes of your time for thanksgiving, you got a problem. You are just too busy. If you can't give him two minutes to five minutes of thanksgiving, and then watch the way thanksgiving will change your life and the grace factor begins to move into your life. Providence Demetria has a great name for the body of Christ when she speaks about grace. Anytime anybody is speaking on grace, stop and see what they have to say. I don't mean that you have to take everything in, but listen, because there's always room for learning that they sent anything that can help you understand the grace of God. Write it down and ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand it. Because remember, the Bible says this. How can two walk together except they agree? Come on. If God is saying this is yellow, and you're saying it's purple, you're not in agreement with God. So you're not walking with God, our Father. So that means what? You're not going to reap the results of the blessings on it because you're not walking with him. Now, this, this is what I want you to understand this. That's the reason I made that statement because of this. You know, it says, search the scriptures wherein you think you have eternal life. We're talking about grace here and how it works. It says, search the scripture. How can two walk together except they agree? The Bible says, search the scripture wherein you think you have eternal life. It's not talking about salvation far as asking Jesus to come into your life. Salvation goes more than just asking Jesus to come into your life. But when we hear the scripture, we hear the word, search the scripture wherein you think you have eternal life. Sometimes we think he's talking about being born again. He's not talking about asking Jesus to come into your heart because Romans 10, 9 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's done. 
But he's not talking about search the scripture there where you think he have eternal life. He's telling you to continue to look at that scripture until the Holy Spirit speaks it back unto you life. Yes. Faith cometh by hearing. So the Holy Spirit is going to speak it back to you. When he speaks it back to you, it's internal or eternal life. Then you have the understanding of what the scripture is saying. Now you can walk with God in our Father in it. Can you see that? Oh, yes. It says yes, yes. the scripture where you think you have eternal life. That's why I said ask the Holy Spirit to help you so you can get that in. He can speak it to you. It becomes internal or eternal life to you. What's an eternal life? That's the word of God. Now you can walk with the Father, and it's going to take place. You cannot walk in nothing you can't see in the Spirit. So once the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, you walk in it. Now the, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. So it's a systematic way of doing something. Now you begin to walk in that. There's a law to you, and the results on it going to come on your life, and that's how grace begins to work into your life, and that's what Jesus done for us on Calvary. Are you with me? Amen. Are you there? Amen. Okay. So now, we gave praise you God. four different rules of the Bible on grace, how to get grace begin to flow into your life, but the two simplest ones is this. Asking the Holy Spirit to help you, and begin to take out of your time daily, at least for 63 days, and give thanks to the Father. And give thanks to the Father and watch and see how things begin to change in your life. There is anointing going to come on you. You begin to feel that anointing on you from the Father. And there's nothing like understanding and feeling the anointing of the Holy Spirit within. Are you with me? All right. Now, yes. Yes. Father. Praise God. Praise God. We got one minute, brother. We got one minute. Okay, Praise one minute. God. So now, with it all, with it all said and done, I, when when you write in the prophetess Demetria, let her know how this broadcast is blessing you. So to encourage her to continue to stay focused on giving you that word of grace because there's nothing like the grace of Almighty God. The grace of God is on my life. It's on her life, and that's the reason why we are here as teachers teaching you how to flow. Remember what the Bible says? It says, I'm going to give a psalm, apostle, prophet, pastor, and teacher for the edifying of the body. We are yes. the sent. To edify, we are gifts for you. Not Amen. that we might put us up. We're here to help you get our Father wants you to be in the grace factor so you can help somebody else. And it goes on and on and on. So when you write in, let her know that her broadcast has been a blessing to you on grace. Never stop teaching on it. Tell me more about the Father. Tell me more how I can tap Thank into you, that Jesus. grace. How I can get your CDs on grace. How, what, how more and more and more. The more you know, the easier it becomes because your hand goes down 
the Father's hand goes up, and there's nothing like walking in the joy of our Father, what Jesus had bought and paid for, as the Holy Spirit leads and guides you. Amen. We thank Jesus the Lord man. for this broadcast. Hallelujah. And we're going to continue this broadcast. We're going to continue in two weeks. You all come back and meet us here in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to thank Teacher Cook for coming in and blessing us with this mighty word. And until we meet again, we will see you in two weeks. Well, we will hear from you and you'll hear from us in two weeks. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Teacher Cook. Thank you, advisors. And thank you so much for all of everyone that showed up to, to support us today. And remember, you can push the donate button at bbsradio.com slash authority grace. Amen. Thank you. Mm. God bless you. Tune in to Authority Grace with Prophetess Demetria every other Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on PBS Radio. Station 1.